Good morning. <laughs> Good morning, family. Happy, happy Tuesday. I am so excited to be waking up with you this morning. This is your girl, Good Juju, and you are listening to the Good Juju podcast, where together we tackle becoming the best versions of ourselves. I am so ecstatic to be welcoming you into my energy this morning, and even more so to be welcomed into yours. Okay, if you don't already follow me on Instagram, make sure that you do at underscore underscore good juju. That's underscore underscore G double O D J U J U to continue the conversation and healing after the end of today's episode. All right, family, first and foremost, it is going to be a beautiful sunny day outside in NYC today. So please, 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 if you have a chance, to take a walk outside and to just enjoy all that the moment is, all that the weather is, all that the time is, please do so. Please gift yourself that, okay? And if you can't, just stand by the window for a long time (laughs) and just really soak in some of that light, okay? You are worthy of that. Uh, So let's jump right in, okay? So This month, the month of March, we are discussing choosing, okay? Yesterday, I gave a little bit of an overview around the power of choice, right? Why it's important to flex your power in choosing and making decisions in your life that really reflect your truth, okay? So today, I want to spend some time talking about faith. And when I say faith, I don't necessarily mean religion. Okay. I don't necessarily mean religion. When I say faith, I mean, in general, your power to believe. All right. How I define faith is Faith is trusting that things will work out in your favor. And now I need to be very specific when I say that, okay? When I say things will work out in your favor, I don't mean that you're going to necessarily get what you want. I mean that you are going to get what you need. Faith is the trust that you are going to get what you need. And what's super important to understand about the power of your choice going back to yesterday is that your choice itself is the seed. Faith is the sunlight. Faith allows, you know, the universe, God, spirit, it allows everything outside of yourself to work in your favor. Because faith is you fully understanding again and trusting that things will work out in your favor and that you are going to receive the things that you need. So faith is a little tricky to talk about, right? Because uh, I really do believe that the scariest thing about faith is that it puts you directly in the ring with fear. 
If there is a balance to faith, the other end of faith is literally fear, right? Because faith is having, again, a full understanding that everything is going to work out in your favor. That means that innately from within, you understand that what you are praying for, what you are asking for, what you are working towards, the choice that you made is a true reflection of what's inside of you. Is truly yours. You are deserving of that, right? And it's that feeling, it's flexing the, the feeling of faith that really triggers fears. Sometimes those fears come out of nowhere. Those, man, you ever just been introduced to a new fear and you're like, what's in the fuck was that? <laughs> when did I start feeling that way? You know? So that makes it very difficult to talk about fear. So I do understand, and I want to spend some time today talking about fear. Because fear is a motherfucker. And we all experience it. We may not all necessarily fear the same things. But the feeling of fear is something that really souls us all together and links us all together. Okay? Okay. So in identifying fear um, and defining fear, I would really say that fear is truly not being able to see yourself for who you are. Fear, fear is a lie. And you know what's so funny? What's so funny is that there are multiple types of fear. Okay, there are multiple types of fear. I don't want to condemn fear as if it's totally and completely bad, right? Because some fear we do need. I wrote a poem called Condensation. And one of my first stanzas in the poem is, if it's the fear of the body, listen, that's intuition. If it's the fear of the mind, send it love, give it guidance. And so certain fear right? The fear of the body, right? Your intuition, understanding that you're, you're not in the right place right now. Being able to have that, that hinge, that understanding, right? Fear is sometimes sent to you so that you can identify the moments where you got to get the fuck out of someplace, right? Where you got to shift. Sometimes fear is the trigger itself for your reset, right? So fear isn't necessarily a bad thing. I don't want to co- completely and totally condemn it. Okay, but I do want to make it very clear that the fear that I am addressing is the fear of the mind, all right, the fear of the heart. And so being able to identify what your fears are might be one of the most difficult things that you will do on your journey of healing. Because something that I found in my own experience and trying to identify my fears is that You have to dig in the most uncomfortable places of yourself. I remember, I remember when I first faced one of my biggest fears, Um, and I'll bring you into that moment. Uh, I used to uh, be in a very serious relationship um, when I was in my early 20s. Um, And in fact, I even lived with the person, okay? There was a moment 
in our story where I started to understand that our relationship and his actions were no longer a reflection of my truth, were no longer a reflection of where I wanted to be in that moment in my life. And so I knew (laughs) that I had to leave. And that moment, that decision, that those 10 seconds that I allowed myself to see leaving as an option, that check-in I had with myself completely and totally brought to light one of my biggest fears of being alone. And when I had to sit there with my loneliness, I had to pretend that my loneliness was a person. I had to have a conversation with my fear. And I had to sit down and figure out where it stemmed from. Because I need you to understand that the surface part of the fear is what we see, is what's obvious to us. The hard part is digging until you find the root of the fear. And that takes way more than one check-in, two check-ins, three check-ins, right? That takes commitment, a lot, a lot of self-love, to really get to the bottom of why and how some of your biggest fears developed. Okay. And so when you are faced with this fear, when you are able to identify what this fear is, right? What your biggest fears are. I want you to understand that you have two choices. You can either create a band-aid solution for the fear or you can start to heal. So band-aid solutions tend to be the things that we definitely run to that are easiest for us to stop the feeling of fear, to stop the pain, right? So you either numb You either completely and totally run away or ignore the situation. You ghost the situation, right? Some of us drown in the fear. Some of us just really stay there. Um, And others of us may find that we create scenarios where the fear does not exist. Where we live in a life in our heads where we are able to completely and totally avoid the fear altogether. I need my band-aid solution people to understand that there is no growth there. That you will have to continue to find band-aid solutions that there is an expiration date on the Band-Aid that you use to cover your pain. 
there is but only so much fear that a Band-Aid can soak until you have to address it again. And if you are going to have to address your fear time and time again, you might as well face it, family. And again, I know that that's easier said than done, but you have way more resources than you think to be able to look at your fear in the eyes and see the lies that it tries to feed you. Because at the end of the day, your fear is really a mirror of your hurt. And I'll prove this to you. Another one of my biggest fears is being seen. Growing up, I had the worst confidence. In fact, it was non-existent. It was non-existent. And that stemmed from years of being bullied. Years of of not being able to be validated in a way that, that I was missing. Okay. And being able to identify that fear, I had to face my hurt. I had to face the disappointment. I had to face the fact that for the longest time in my life, I did not believe that I was beautiful. I did not see my light. I did not see myself. I was floating. And so that fear of being seen was directly linked to hurt. And the reason why I bring this up is because A lot of us are afraid and mostly afraid of our pain, of the hurt that stems from within us, of the things that make us feel less than, that make us feel like 50% as opposed to 100%. And so I want to bring light to the fact that as opposed to a Band-Aid solution, you have the power, family, to be able to face your fears directly, to be able to face your hurt directly. And the biggest advice that I could give you in being able to do that, I'm so sorry, Shakur just got crazy just now. I was like, hello. I feel like he sees the sun and he's like, oh, it's lit to die. Like, come on. Anyway, (laughs) I cannot. But you have the resources to be able to have a conversation with your fear. And I think that that is one of the coolest things that I've learned how to do and something that I really want to bring to light for you today. Okay. Usually when I am facing a fear, I talk to the fear like it's a person. I sit down with the fear. And I try to meet it where it's at, right? Because again, sitting with your fear, facing your fear, facing the pain, 
identifying where it's coming from will allow you to identify it as a trigger. And going back to episode four, the reset, right? In order for you to reset in general, you need to be triggered, right? And sitting down with your fear, sitting down with your hurts will allow you to be able to identify this hurt as a trigger. And that trigger will bring you to a space where you will be able to reset and be able to flex the power of your choice to choose to do something differently, to choose to heal differently, to choose to respond to your trigger in a different way. You can even be proactive about your relationship with your fear. Something that I've learned how to do is to create a fear routine. So every time a fear trigger comes up, I know immediately that there are three things that I can do that are personal to me um, and unique to me that will bring me right back to my truth, that will make me face my truth, that will make me and help me reset, right? I want you to start identifying a fear routine because thinking that you are going to go through life without fear Thinking that you are going to go through life without a trigger is a bit unrealistic, family. Because we are all human. And we all experience this. Even those of us that exert the most confidence still live with fear. And so I challenge you to definitely create a fear routine for yourself today. Because creating a fear routine is going to allow you to bring yourself right back into your truth, right back into faith, and right back into understanding that you are deserving of all the things that you ask for. You are deserving of all of the things that you pray for. You are deserving of the light that you want to give out into this world, the light that you want to be. I know a lot of us struggle with believing that we are a good person, with believing that we are deserving of the changes of the good that is coming into our lives. And I want to let you know that you are so worthy of upholding all that good. You are so worthy because you are a light. You are a light. And if you gave yourself credit for all the good that you do, as opposed to focusing for the air at, in the areas or giving focus or giving light to the areas where you aren't where you want to be yet, you would really start to see yourself for who you are, as opposed to seeing yourself as a work in progress. Because although you are a work in progress, you already have achieved so much. You are already doing it. Most of us are so focused on learning how to start the car that we don't even understand we are already on the road. We are already on our way to the destination of becoming the best versions of ourselves. We are no longer in the parking lot. We are no longer in our heads. We are doing the damn thing. And so I want you to have faith in that. 
I want you to have faith that any trial or any tribulation that comes your way is really just an opportunity for a testimony. It's really an opportunity for the testimony of your strength, for the testimony of your character, for the testimony of your power. Have faith in yourself. Because if you know anything, you know your truth. And in knowing your truth, you know that all the seeds, all the choices that you plant deserve sun, deserve light, deserve love, deserve to be catered to because you are a fantastic person. So much good, so much light within you, so much. And this world deserves that. You deserve that. Everything that encounters you feels blessed because they are in your presence. Don't listen to the lies that fear tries to spread to you, okay? Remember, your fear is just a reflection of your hurt. So what's hurting you, family? What is weighing you down? Sit down today and have a conversation with it. Work with your fear today. Work with your hurt today to create a fear routine for yourself. To show yourself some love today. Okay, family? So I hope I hope you have the most fantastic day today. Okay, like how I mentioned earlier, it's going to be a beautiful day today. Go outside, take a walk, soak in some sun. And as you're doing that, I really want you to remind yourself that you are so worthy of being grounded. You are so worthy of love. You are so worthy of receiving everything that you give out into the world. Okay? You can do this. You are fantastic. And I love you, family. Until tomorrow. Bye.